0: Hey everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I am a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow and hopefully we inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. Today's episode is part two of our exploration of the Japanese term Ikigai which some claim is a possible secret to living a longer and happier life. Last time we began our journey of reflection by answering some questions and today we look at what these results mean, what next steps we could take and how we can overcome potential obstacles. So if you're ready, let's get started. So as I said in the intro, this is part two of our focus on Ikigai. Uh, If you haven't yet listened to the first part, I really would recommend going back and having a listen. There are some great insights and great questions in there that can really, really get you thinking, and it will really set you up for making the most out of part two as well. But as a quick recap, we talked about how Ikigai roughly translates to a sense of being uh, and explores four key elements of our lives. It looks at what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for, and what the world needs. Um, And hopefully you've spent some valuable time answering some of the questions that we posed last time out, and I've got lots of input in front of you. Whether this is scribbled on a piece of paper or typed onto your phone, hopefully you've got lots of thoughts. So we'll go straight into it today and kick the episode off by interpreting those results and seeing what they could potentially mean. Now, as you've kind of been clating your answers and writing down your examples, you would have most likely seen that there were starting to get crossover. So you're writing certain things that appeared in more than one circle. Um, there may have been some that only appeared in one. Of course, there would be. But there'll also be some that appeared in two, three, and maybe even all four. As you can imagine with all those circles, there are lots of different combinations. In fact, there are 11 of them. When I have coaching sessions, chances are one person will be in one of those combinations and will dedicate a session to to kind of exploring that. That takes about an hour. Uh, But don't worry, I am not going to spend an hour on each of those combinations. Uh, I'm sure you enjoy these podcasts. I, I don't think I can keep you entertained for 11 straight hours. Uh, So what I'm going to do instead is I'm just going to give you a high level summary of what each of those combinations mean and what you could potentially do to extend their reach. As we go through, some of these will resonate more with you than others. So while I do naturally encourage you to listen to them all, if you really want to kind of focus on a certain combo, then just be aware of where it is. And you can always come back and revisit to see what the advice was. So like I say, we'll go straight into it and we will look at the 11 different combinations. So we begin with combination one. Um, So if you have answers which appear in both what you love and what you are good at, it's a nice simple one. Here you have passions. It's something that you genuinely get joy out of and you're pretty good at it. Uh, What you'll quickly notice that a lot of hobbies sit in here. I mean, my life, for example, I I love jigsaw puzzles. I'm pretty good at them. Um, I have no intention to make money out of them or or create a career. So they're always going to sit in those two. However... What also hides away in this passion is the potential for future careers. There could be something that you love doing and you're pretty good at, but you just may not be aware of how you can turn that into a a larger career. Um, An example for me is I I think I'm a good coach. Um, I enjoy doing it. But only recently have I started to realize, hold on, I, I can actually make a living from that. So it's something for you to consider. Have a think about actually, is there a way to turn a passion into something more Either something that you could be paid for or even share it with the world as it could be something that more people could benefit from. So the second combination, so combo two, is anything that you've got that appears on both what you're good at and what you can get paid for. As you've guessed it, this is your job. So this is more like the profession you are in right now. Um, a lot of people spend time in here. It is our day job, it's what gives us money and over time we've got pretty good at it. Now, if someone is new to that and they're good at a role, they may begin to love it and start bringing in that element as well. But on the opposite side, and I think what I tend to have a lot more conversations about is people who are stuck in a job that they don't enjoy. I say they are good at it, they get paid well, but they either were never in love with it and they just fell into the role, or they have fallen out of love. If that is you, I say if that's what you're thinking right now. Then a few possible actions for you. You could have a little explore about your role and what would make you happier. Are there changes at work that could either mean that you're making more of an impact or that you're getting more joy out of your life? It could be something completely radical, which is all about a, a change of career. Um, and I always tell people, don't, don't, don't get stuck in a job that you are unhappy in. If you can make changes to your existing job to make you happier, brilliant. If the alternative is to look elsewhere, it could be something to consider. And one of the things that that leads on to then is combination three, which is the overlap between what you love and what you can get paid for. So there may be things that appear on both of those. In short, that's, that's the dream job. That's the great job that people want. So people always say, I'd love to be able to do that job. And they follow up with, but I can't. And it's generally because I don't have the skill or I don't have this ability. I don't have this knowledge. And yeah, this is where a lot of my coaching sessions come from. And it's a shameless plug to an earlier episode of mine about growth mindset. But if you are focused on a role, there's a role that you know you would love and you would get paid for, but you can't do it, just simply add the word yet to that sentence. You can't do it yet. And instead, see this as a fantastic growth opportunity and explore. Explore how you could become good at this role. Explore how you can get the knowledge or how you can get the expertise Never let the fact that you can't do something yet stop you from doing something you would love to do and stop you from that dream job. Chances are there is always a way. So that's our first three combinations. Now, the next three combinations are all ones that connect with things that are written on your Something the World Needs lists. And these are a bit different, so, so bear with me for this. But combination four is everything that you've got written in both Something You Love To Do and Something The World Needs. Now this is called your mission, this is where you're truly passionate about something and you really believe that there is potential for change and you can really make an impact. However the reason it's only in those two and not anywhere else is because you may not really refine how you get your message across. There are lots of activists and lots of people who take active roles in trying to make the world a better place but they're just not great at sharing their message or sharing their voice. It could be that they're they're not really great at public speaking or being articulate. It could be that the way that they write a blog is, is just not engaging for people to kind of get on board with. So if this is you, if you have a mission and you want to share it and you want to kind of either become better at sharing your knowledge or even maybe get paid for it, challenge yourself about how can I be better at getting my mission out there, about getting my mission across. And a great way to do this is to reach out to people who maybe have a similar mission to you And are very successful about getting people to listen. And either reach out to them or, or look at them and say, what are they doing well? What could I do better to make sure that I can get my voice heard? If this is my mission and I want the people to hear it, how can I get that out? And the chances are is when you link in with people like that, they would be more than happy to pay it forward to help you out. Um, and talking of paying it forward that almost magically segues nicely into combination five which is everything that you've got written that, that goes in between something the world needs and things that you are good at and this is called a contribution it is a service that you can offer but you may not actually be fussed about doing it you, you may not be something you're passionate about or you can't really earn money and this is where a lot of great ideas are actually lost so just because you, you know something would work, you know that you could do it, you just don't care. You don't do anything with it. You just put it to one side and think, yeah, I had that idea. But the greatest way to make your contribution count is share it with someone. Um, so collaborate with someone who is passionate about it. I mean, they, they can make it like so much bigger than you could. Could they even turn it into a business? But that is your contribution and your contribution can make a difference. All you need to do is share it with someone. I say, you can go on the journey with them or just hand it over to them. But that's your idea, your greatness. Allow someone else to take it to the next level, either with you or for you. Um, and then the last of these three, so this is the last of the two circle combos. Uh, so combination number six. This is where you have crossover between your list of things that earn you money and a list of things that the world needs. And this is possibly the most cliche one, but it's your calling uh, I have no doubt that you've all heard this before. I know I have. It's where you have the ability to make a difference. Um, and it's almost like people are saying, well, it's your dream job. It's a great job. Why not do it? But when you, if you have this, if you have a calling, the question that you need to simply ask is whether you want to follow that calling or not. It's as simple as that. If you do not want to follow that calling, just question yourself why first. If it's something you generally wouldn't enjoy, fine. I say, I'm not going to tell you to do it. Um, consider, could you share that idea with someone? Could you share and, and help other people achieve that? But if it is something, actually, yeah, I'd love to be able to do this. I, I'd love to kind of follow my calling, but I just can't. What this does is this actually links on to um, our number seven combination. So that's our first combination of the three areas. So if you've got something written down that is something you're passionate about, something the world needs and something you can earn money from, Now just saying that kind of fills me, it makes me feel good. Um, So hopefully it has the same effect on you. Yet there are people who, who can have things in those three circles, but just stop because they're not very good at it. So that amazing thing, which will make them happy, just sits there rotting away and inevitably turns into regret. And these are the people who later on in life will say, if only I did this, if only I had the courage to, if only, if only, if only. Don't wait for those words. Instead, see this is for what is. This is a growth opportunity. And remember the power of yet. So yes, this is something that you, you would love to be able to do. You can't do it yet. I promise you, there is a way. If you can't see it, there will be someone who can help you see it. Whether it's a coach, a mentor, anyone in your life. But someone will be able to help you see that path. Turn that, I wish I could, to I'm learning how to. And that was such an important part. And I I coach a lot of people in that area. So if we go to the opposite side for that combo, what we're looking at now is number eight, is we are looking for, you're in a position now where you've got something written down, which is something you love, you're good at, and you get paid for. It's it's this magical dream job coming true. Uh, Chances are, if you have something written in these three areas, um, you're pretty happy. Uh, You you feel pretty good. You, You enjoy going to work. You don't hate Mondays. But possibly every now and then, you may have a desire to give something back or make a bigger impact. Now this feeling is what we call an opportunity for service and it's incredibly powerful. When we think about this service, we often think that it's actually only the rich and famous who can do it. We think of millionaires who have reached the top and so they can afford to give something back and set up a foundation. But that's not what this circle is about. Right now, you have got a list in front of you of things that you have to offer the world. So if you are in your dream job, just think, just consider how could you possibly bring any of that to what you're doing right now? Like I say, it's just something to consider. Some of you may not want to do that, which is fine. I'm not going to tell you what you should. But just something, just have a think about actually, is there a way to bring what the world needs into, into my dream job? Uh, so where are we now? We are at combination nine, which is we now have things written down which make sure that we can make a difference to so something that the world needs. We're doing something we're good at and we're getting paid for it but we're just not passionate about it. And yet again, this could be because we were never passionate about it um, or passion has just disappeared over time. And we call this section seeking. The only thing that seems to be missing out of your, your, your life is joy. And that's a pretty big thing to be missing if, we, if we're honest. Um, so what we would always challenge you is just think about actually think of a time when was joy in that role? When were you happy? Can you reclaim any of that? Are there changes to, to what you're doing right now in your current role where you can reclaim some of that? Have you started to do things which have stopped that joy coming through and that passion coming through? If so, what changes can you make there? Can you stop doing something and start doing what you used to do? Um, passion often gets tucked away under all the boring stuff. And I've had conversations with people who really love their job, but they, it was so long ago that they just can't remember. And they think the only alternative is to leave. I mean, sometimes that is the alternative. That is an option. But I would always challenge people first. Say there was a reason you used to love what you do. Where's that gone? And never be afraid to have these conversations. Talk to yourself about it. Talk to a manager, your friends, your family. You'll you'll be amazed at the amount of support that you get when all you are seeking is to be happy, to find that joy, to find something you love doing. Our penultimate combo is number 10. So this is our last one of the three elements, circles course, if you want to call it that. Um, and this can actually be a a rather a big demotivator of people so it's no surprise this one is actually called the struggle this is where you have something you're passionate about you're good at it and the world needs it as well but you just can't see a way to make money from it and it's it's it sounds the struggle and i've generally i see people go one of two ways when they're in this section the first is they submit they just submit to the struggle they think that there is no chance that they will make money from whatever endeavor that is so they put it away they don't try. It's just a pipe dream. It was nice while it lasted. Let's come back to the real world. That's a real phrase I've heard someone say. It makes me a little bit sad when people do that, but I understand their choices. Whereas if you compare it to the other side, I've seen people who, who know they will struggle to make money from that endeavor. They're, they're passionate. They say, this is what I love doing. And right now they can't see, they know they're not going to get the money. So they make alternative plans. And they almost run it as, here's my three circles and I'm going to have this money one separately for now. So they'll do a side hustle, they'll do part-time jobs. Um, Sometimes that, that side hustle actually embraces the other three, so what they're really passionate about. And other times, which is where the success stories really lay, is that people work hard and then all of a sudden they start to get paid for what they were meant to do. So what they're good at, what makes them happy, what the world needs, they start to get paid for that. And that's the success stories. And we always celebrate that. We we celebrate people that have have struggled and are now reaching the the pinnacle. So so the message I suppose for you is you can find a way. If you are in the struggle section where you have something that you are passionate about, you're good at, and the world needs, but you can't see a way to make money from it, yet again, add that word, yet. I promise you, I really do promise you, there is a way. If you believe, if you have that faith, if you believe in your ability, your passion, your impact that mindset will lead you to the desired outcome and there are plenty of success stories that just back me up so i know it's not just me being <laughs> very kind of optimistic so there's 10 combos uh, i did say there are 11 as you can guess this 11th combination is where all four circles or all four elements align you have something which you see in all four areas that there is ikigai itself you have found the sweet spot whether it's a dream job, a purpose, a way of being, whatever you want to call it, you have found something that is giving you that searched for sense of happiness and that reason for being. Celebrate that. If you have that, celebrate it, recognize it, be grateful for it, but maybe more importantly, nurture it, care for it, be conscious of it. There is a big, big myth that suggests that finding your Ikigai is a one-off activity, that once you've found happiness, your life will be perfect. Sorry to tell you, that is just not true. Binding your ikigai is a continuous process. Everything you've got written down in front of you will change many times. Um, As your life moves along, so does your passion, your priorities, your opportunities. So just make sure that you are always aware of this day-to-day process. And and to help you with this day-to-day process, I'm just going to share some final thoughts. Um, They're not actually my thoughts. They are uh, Ken Mogi's thoughts who is a neuroscientist and author of the book awakening your ikigai and he suggests that there are actually five pillars which lay the foundation for your ikigai to flourish Um, and they are small things to improve your day-to-day practice so i'll just read those five you before to, to finish off today so we begin with starting small so number one is starting small trying to change every element of your life all at once Is not always a good plan. So take it a little step at a time. Acknowledge that small changes are there. And remember, small changes make big differences. All you need to do is just be open to them. Open yourself up to belief that these small changes will have a lasting impact. And once you're open, you will see these options for change everywhere. Number two is accept yourself as you are. And this is just a great piece of advice for life in general. But let go of the image of what you think you should be stop trying to imagine how you are perceived in other people's eyes let go of expectation accept yourself exactly as you are that is the only way to be free and once you accept yourself and just focus on yourself you can then make actions make decisions make choices based on you not anyone else's expectations or thoughts but you and you alone so number three is all about harmony now, this is generally central to Japanese culture, but it's all about being at one. So it's, it's being at one with the people around you, being at one with your environment, your community. And it's understanding what impact that you have. It's just being really, really conscious to kind of act as one. If you, if you imagine if everyone did that, just imagine how harmonious our society would be. Uh, number four is to make sure that you enjoy the little things. This is one of my favourite ones, this one. But just have a quick happiness fix. Where we talk about day-to-day uh, processes, it can be very easy to let toxic things into our life far too quickly. Um, the news is a great example of that. So instead, get a, get a little happiness dopamine hit as soon as you can, into your brain, first thing in the morning. Um, some things that I do is I'll either look at my photos that make me happy, uh, or I'll blast out a rocking song. I say rocking, let's not pretend that it's not obviously going to be Disney or something musical based. But anyway, I will play a song that makes me happy. It gives me a little dopamine hit. That means I'm happy at the start of the day so I can really, really embrace it and make any changes or any decisions that I need to from the right place. And number five is about being in the here and now. I've had this uh, espoused so many times and it never gets any less true. But just be yourself, be present do not wait for approval from anyone for anything that you're doing but especially don't wait for approval to be you do things right now be present in this moment look for your inner joy and satisfaction that is core that is so crucial you don't need other people's approval to be happy you just need to give yourself permission to be present be here be now and that's number five Um, so there we go there are five quick tips Um, i hope they're useful like i say they're they're often seen as the foundations to to help your ikigai flourish and do really remember it is the smallest changes that do make an impact these pillars hopefully reinforce that this is a process it's not a mad dash to the end goal of money or success but it's the day-to-day pursuit of, of finding purpose and constantly discovering yourself and that's what ikigai is and remember when finding it it's yours you're, you're not doing this to show off you're not doing it to prove a point or doing it for anyone else you're doing it for you you're, you're doing it to, to live life your way to be the best version of yourself to live a life that is true to you and to inevitably to give you the power to grow your own way So there we have it. That is the end of our two-parter on Ikigai. I know there was a lot to take on board there and a lot of information, um, but feel free to listen to these episodes as many times as you like and just skip through to the parts that you really want to focus on again. Alternatively, you can do your own research. Like I say, there is plenty out there. But I really do hope that it was useful um, and maybe even inspired some of you to action, especially those who may be feeling a bit lost right now. Of course, if you want to give me feedback or ask any questions about this episode or any other episode you may have listened to, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search for Kevin Roberts and Grow Your Own Way and I should pop up. My profile background is actually the imagery for this podcast, so I should be easy to spot. As always, if you are enjoying these podcasts, uh, remember to subscribe, rate and review uh, and even share it with a friend. But for now, I would like to say thank you very much for listening. I'm really grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, I hope you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.